everybody to the Dirty Slides podcast. I am your host, Joe Prano, coming to you live from Key West, Florida, joined as always by my co-host in the temporary Laz Lair, Andy Laz Lazarus. How's it going, Laz? What's up, Joe? Yeah, I'm in the temp bat cave right now. I love, I, I actually Living love, I love the temporary Laz Lair. It's, it's uh, pretty sweet. It's, it's a better fan. than the old labs. <laughs> well, obviously, obviously, the reason uh, you're in the temporary Laz Lair is you're making severe, major upgrades. Major. It's like Steve Cohen bought your uh, <laughs> bought your house. <laughs> yeah. Well, I hope it works out better than. Yeah, I hope uh, throwing money at this problem works a lot better for me than it did for the Mets this year. Yeah, uh, uh, but yeah, you're uh, you're across town, not across. Los Angeles, but you're kind of across across town, um, and I'm here in Key West, Florida, inside what looks like a uh, hyperspeed of the Millennium Falcon. Um, <laughs> I'm in like a fucking wild A-frame here. In Are Key you West. in an attic? It's kind of an attic. It's kind yeah, of an attic. It's a it's a condo that is the second floor of this like A-frame house. Yeah, it feels very A-frame. I feel so, like you're on one so side one, of the A's. This yeah. side. This side of the uh, apartment is like the living room kitchen and it slants down yeah. here. And then right off this wall, there's like the, the peak. You can kind of see where it peaks above me. And then in the bedroom, it's slanting the other way. Is this a comedian condo? Yeah, it's a comedy condo. Yeah. And it's great. I, I can't shout out the dudes at uh, Comedy Key West enough. You get here, you have this condo all to yourself. There's two air conditioning units in the... Uh, in a very small apartment, there's a selection of bikes and trikes outside that you can use to ride around town every day. They're like, hey, come meet us at this pool. Come meet us at this snorkeling thing. Come do this. Come do that. And uh, and the shows are so great many activities. So many activities. It is dead season. Um, yeah. Down season, as they're calling it here right now, because this could be typically uh, a hurricane season yeah so there's not a ton of people in key west but i like it i like it a little you, quiet i've never been to key west do you, can you see yourself going full-on running scared and and opening a bar in key west so th living this life there's a couple of things about the key west life that i don't think it would be for me long term but it is it is my speed like yeah i leave i leave here every day in a floral short sleeve button down and I sweat through it and I, I bike and like yesterday and Oh, you can drink in the streets. Um, if you, if anybody wants to go on my Instagram, I have a story right now of me just like walking the streets with a Miller light, tossing a quarter into a fish's mouth <laughs> above a doorway, um, which is supposedly gives me good luck for the rest of the time I'm on the Island. Um, the humidity as a New Yorker, I can kind of deal with, um, the it feels very caribbean mm -hmm. uh it, it's like it's like you're in the bahamas or something like that but what's great yeah. is there's american infrastructure in yes. place now yeah. the, the the downside of that is it's like you're in the caribbean 
but there's it's still very much Florida. There's a lot of Florida here. You're in Florida. It's yeah. Florida. <laughs> like, are there gators on the streets? No, because it's not swampy Florida, but there are yeah. roosters all over the streets. Okay, well that's pretty fucking Caribbean. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. uh, it's Cuban Cuban cockfighting made its way over here to Key West. Yeah, cockfighting was huge in Key West, and then they banned cockfighting, so all the cockfighters just let their cocks loose in the street. <laughs> And now there's a blossoming cock population. Cock community. Yeah. Uh, the the roosters and the chickens are protected. Uh, uh-huh. So you cannot kill them. But I have found out that the iguanas are not you can, protected. You can and, slaughter as many iguanas as you want. Yeah. So have you the, killed any uh, iguanas? I have not. But the guy who books and hosts uh, Comedy Key West, he <laughs> runs a iguana killing service. Uh, oh, nick- really? Yeah, their nickname is the Lizard Wizards, but it's something <laughs> like um, what did he, what did he what's it, the name of his actual company is like the uh, like uh, 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 conspicuous iguana assassination or something like that. They, they call themselves CIA. <laughs> oh, wow. I like I think I've had a hard time, you know, killing an iguana. Yeah, they don't really do much. They just kind of sit there. What's funny to me is bother anybody. I was saying to him yesterday. So apparently they fuck up the like ecosystem and there's too many of them and shit like that. I was like, you got a pellet gun. He's like, I have a high powered air rifle. Actually. I was like, okay, relax. Okay. Sorry. (laughs) But what I said is what's funny is chickens have like evolved from lizards or vice versa. Like what they're on the same, they're on the same evolutionary track. So you're yeah. just killing older chickens and the chickens are protected. Yeah. Yeah. It's like if they have feathers, you can't kill them. Yeah. But if they're OG chickens, they got to go. But I do really like it down here. But I I think because of how Florida is, it is, it's still, it still isn't for me. Yeah. It's, it's a little, it's a little, I mean, they're still selling Let's Go Brandon t-shirts at like the gift shops. You know what I mean? <laughs> It's still it's still fucking Florida. Yeah. And we you and I had plans on recording this uh ba- this, this MLB playoff edition of slides uh, a few yeah. days ago. Um I've been traveling New York and then Key West and in the time just in the few days we were discussing it speaking of Florida. The Florida baseball team has been eliminated from the Major League Baseball playoffs. <laughs> like it, yeah. Yeah, and like um we hardly knew you, Rays. Like you were, you weren't even around. Like and the Mar- and Marlins and the Marlins. I I didn't see much of the Marlins series, but what I saw from the Rays is like, man, they couldn't pick up a ground ball. Like all of a sudden, they couldn't play defense. Yeah, and that's the kind of thing you just can't predict. Like I remember last year being like, you know what? I don't think the Phillies could play any defense. And guess what? They played great defense all the way up to the World Series. I mean, like, so it's a really hard thing to predict because defense. Cr- What's crazy it's is kind of key, uh, you know, the my my outlook for the rest of the playoffs. And I said this on Dirty Sports yesterday does hasn't really changed, but I am surprised at how some of the series went. First of all, I would have never guessed. And I, I can't wait to see, you know, the new thing is screenshots of people's like fan duel bets. Um, I can't wait <laughs> yeah. to see the guy who 
turn 15 bucks into 700 bucks or something like that, betting on four sweeps. Um, yeah. I saw a potential Phillies sweep, and uh, I saw a potential um, – who's the other uh, – uh, um, fuck. Well, the, my point is, is – Rangers – uh, Twins? Tw- right. Rangers, Twins? Uh, I'm going to go, go back. Yeah, I'm going to go back and just look at all of these because I um, – I I didn't think we would get four sweeps. That's for sure. Um, but I did think that there was a potential. I thought, here's the thing. I thought Rays Rangers would be a good series. I thought so um, too. I thought, I thought Blue Jays twins would be a good series. I didn't even think the Diamondbacks, to be totally honest, were going to win this series. And I did. And I did think, I did think Phillies Marlins with the pitching that they had, um, I thought I thought Phillies Marlins had a great potential of a two game sweep. I thought the Brewers were going to beat the Diamondbacks. Diamondbacks fucking boat raced them. Um, I thought we'd still be watching right now Twins Blue Jays and Rangers race. Oh, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. I thought I thought um, for some reason I thought the Brewers were better than the Diamondbacks, and but it's it's funny because both of us said early in the season. Like the NL East is tough and the NL West is tough, and it's just going to be one team from the Central. But we're so used to the Brewers like being those guys from the Central, we just figured, you know, they'd have the experience to get past the wild card round. I, I got to say, if you go back to our preseason or our, our opening season preview, I did call Frisky Marlins, Frisky Diamondbacks. Yeah. And, and Frisky Orioles. And now the Orioles are obviously way more than Frisky at this point. Yeah. Um, but I, I, you know, not to pat myself on the back, but Frisky Marlins, Frisky Diamondbacks, they both got swept or they were, sorry, the Marlins got swept. The, the Diamondbacks did the sweeping. Um, but I, I think a nice preseason call and pretty good. Uh, but I, I am shocked at how some of these turned out now as we look forward. Um, and we have a lot to discuss on this. Uh, we both have had shakeups in our own teams. Um, but <laughs> let's. Let's stick with uh, let's stick with how we're looking going forward. Um, are you of the opinion like me that this is going to be one two one two in the championship series? Like I think I, I think, I think so. we're looking at Baltimore Houston and I and and we're looking at Atlanta Braves, LA. Dodgers. I think. Um, I think Philly, Philly with how well they pitch um, could be problematic for the Braves, but the Braves just hit so fucking much. They do, but five game series, uh, the Phillies, the Phillies have what it takes to beat the Braves. They got the two dominant starters. They've got clutch hitters that have been there before, but I mean, the Braves, I just feel like this is the Braves year. Yeah. You know? I still think they have the the best pitcher and the best player, but it's not basketball, right? It's baseball, so you just don't know. I think that's going to be the closest one. Um, Do you give? You know, I haven't of- I haven't really give it like seen the Orioles play this year yet, right? You know, I know Adley Rushman and I know Cedric Mullins, and that's about it. I'm excited to watch them play, um, and. The Rangers can fucking hit. 
Boy. the Rangers can hit. Yeah. Yeah. Like, but Texas Baltimore. Now I, like I said, I thought Texas would still be playing their last series. Uh, this could be a nice transition, maybe into a quick conversation about your current, your, your favorite ball club. But do you put this 2-0 Rangers win uh playoff appearance and now I don't know if if we even if we think that the uh Orioles are going to win how much of maybe this being a good series or better than it should be considering the talent disparity uh would you put on Bruce Bochy I mean it's hard not to put a lot on it, you know? I mean, I don't I, I don't remember any of Bochi's Giants teams being able to hit like this squad. Right. I mean, this feels more like those Wally Joyner, Greg Vaughn juiced out Caminiti teams, you know, in San Diego. Um but I mean, dude, how how can you argue with Bruce Bochi's playoff success? I mean, it's got to be something to it at this point, you know? And we talked on Dirty Sports the other day about the Toronto Blue Jays. Uh, <laughs> a, a horrible managerial decision, taking a guy out after 47 pitches and in three innings. This is your guy, right? Yeah. This is uh, your going guy. Against, going against his former team. His old team. You can't, that can't be factored in analytics. No, no. I mean, and I, I heard a little bit of you guys' discussion, and it's kind of like what we've discussed many times about these guys who get these jobs as major league managers having no experience and just being like, yeah, I'll take the million dollars and I will do what you say, sir. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, it's it's – if you want to talk about the Giants, like it's not fun to watch analytically. It's not – it's just not fucking fun. Like it almost we have feels a ton like, of fucking platoon tell, players. Tell me what you think about this because it almost feels like you need to have like okay, so the idea that these managers get hired and they're told you can Do only what I have say. the job. You can only have the job if you defer to the computer. Yes. And these guys go, okay. Now I understand. I understand not wanting to hire a guy in this day and age that says, fuck that because there is obvious truth to analytically. If you follow, you know, if you play, if you play blackjack by the book, you have a better chance of winning than if you don't. But what about the idea that you should hire a manager who agrees to do that over the course of 162 games, because over the course of 162 games, the numbers will bear out. But come right. playoff time, throw it all out the window because none of it matters. But if, you, but if you spot a weak dealer, right? You you got to play that game that is presented in front of you. And it's almost like it feels like it feels like if you look at a baseball season as a shoe of blackjack. Yeah. If you play by the book for 95% of the shoe and then you've been counting the cards the whole time now you play your strategy at the end now right. you know what you've got you know what the you have to adjust the by the book by what you know is happening it feels like 
hiring a manager these days that says, fuck that, I'm not listening to the computer would be dumb because over 162 games, it will it will work. But but in a two game series or a five game series or a seven game series. Statistical uh, uh, shit is thrown out the fucking window, yeah, man. It doesn't matter what happens over the course of 500 bats. Guys are going to get 14 at bats in this series. Right. Would just to look at the like the the Giants example, right? Would, would the analytics have said bring out Madison Baumgartner in the fifth inning the day after he threw like whatever eight innings, you know, to win the game to shut to shut the Kansas City Royals down for right. five straight in, four straight innings, whatever it was, you know, when you take a three two lead? No, absolutely not. And we would have missed one of the greatest, you know, postseason. Uh, like one man heroic games ever, right? Would the analytics have told Dave, you know, when Dave Roberts with the Red Sox steal that base? Analytics, maybe not, but everybody knew that that base had to be stolen. Yeah, everybody in the stands knew it, everybody the Red Sox knew it, everybody on the fucking Cardinals, whoever it was, had to be done, and he did it, you know. Um, it it just leads number one. Like I don't care what the computer say. It leads to boring baseball. If you watch the Giants, who are the most analytically driven team in the league, they it's boring fucking baseball. Now I want to go back to the the game uh, and the forty seven pitches in three innings. Who do you think has an advantage when a pitcher is pitching against his former team? Do you think the pitcher knowing his hitter, his old teammates, or do you think his old teammates knowing that pitcher and the, the way he works? I think the pitcher always has the advantage. Just, Just any reason, extra like, information a pitcher has. Any extra. Is bonus. Is, it, it, because he already has the advantage, right? Like he knows where he's throwing the ball. He knows what he's throwing, you know, like we got to guess or make our best, you know, Whatever. I mean, like you said, it's a hand of blackjack, right? Like if I'm a hitter, just generally I'm looking fastball early. And if I get down 0-2, then I'm probably going to see some breaking shit, you know? Yeah. That's just general. But yeah, I mean, I believe he's got the advantage. And the idea that um, Schneider took him out after, what was it, 44 pitches or four innings? Uh, 47 pitches and three innings. Right. It's just saying, okay, you know, you are unable to make an adjustment the next time through the lineup. You know, you, Jose Barrios, Major League stud, you're you're unable to make an adjustment. Right. You're unable to read swings. You're unable to do everything that you've learned to do as a baseball player coming up to get here. Because the computer right. says, you know, you can't go through the lineup again. It's ridiculous. Going forward, Minnesota 2-0, they are moving on. Do you give do you give Minnesota any chance against um the Astros? The Astros. I want to. I really want to. I believe in Royce Lewis. I believe he's giving me some big time Tulo vibes. Um, I believe uh They've got a lot of talented guys. You know, Correa has been there before. Um, I like Byron Buxton. Um, you know, in a five-game series, anything can happen. But I, I probably, you know, if you 
put a gun to my head, I'd probably say Houston. What you know? is your prediction uh, right now? Right now, basically none of the uh, pitching matchups are official, official set. Um, there's mm-hmm. a lot of, there's a lot of could be's, probably's, probable starter right now. But tomorrow, 445 Eastern. The only thing decided in Minnesota Houston is Justin Verlander will be starting the game one of that series. I don't even really know how to feel about that as a Mets fan and as a former yeah, man. as a former this... Verlander stan and as, no, no longer? I mean, like I, I I still stand the guy like overall as like a like I like Justin Verlander. You know, uh, everybody knows I'm a I'm a Kate Upton, a devout Kate Upton follower for many years. Yeah, what a what a great career! It's just like I don't really know how to feel about it. I don't know if I want him. Like, if he goes out there and shoves, it's very fucking. You know, it's very difficult to deal with. <laughs> it's very Mets. <laughs> it's unreal. <laughs> I mean, one thing's for what if, sure. I, what I, if Scherzer comes out? I want Scherzer to get too. his absolute tits lit up. I do not. I've never cared for Scherzer. I didn't fucking <laughs> want him. I said right. that. Everybody, every non-Mets, every non-Mets fan, every Mets fan, everybody mocked me for saying I didn't want old fucking grouch face, fake fucking tough guy stomping around doing the whole shit. That shit doesn't work in fucking New York. It doesn't. The fake tough guy shit you pull in Washington, D.C., the fake tough guy shit you pull in L.A., the fake tough guy shit you pull in fucking Detroit. Dude, New Yorkers can smell a fucking fake tough guy. Fake tough guys get their wallets stolen in New York. <laughs> Justin or fucking Max Scherzer should have, have, should have had a chain on his wallet in New York City. Because <laughs> he's a fucking punk rock fake tough guy. <laughs> and I fucking hate him. And I hope I hope Texas just absolutely gets fucking dominated by Baltimore. Um, but I'm really at a, a at a loss to how to feel about Verlander and the Astros. I mean, I think the Astros do win that series. I think it's just simply a matter of experience. I think we have a Minnesota team that hadn't won a playoff game in God knows how long. I think this right. is their this is their win for the year. They feel great about it. Success. Uh, they did it. They're plucky. They're yeah. plucky, Joe. They've become plucky. They won a series. Now you're plucky. Yep. That's about it. That's how I feel. Um, you know, it's it sucks because, like, I, I you know, I I don't like seeing the Astros every single year, but now that Dusty's their manager, I'm I'm not that mad at him anymore. You know. Uh, so I was on a Dusty makes them more likable. I was on a show the other day and, uh, I did this Amazon, uh, prime game breakers, daily live sports show. And one of the topics they want, like, I'm just going to fucking steal this topic. So we didn't cover the topic on the show, but they, in pre-prep, they, uh, they want, they were like, here's something we might talk about. We didn't end up talking about it, but I just found Mm -hmm. this to be a very interesting thing. Uh, they said, uh, one of the topics we could talk about is Braves Astros. Or sorry, no, excuse me. Is Braves Orioles the next Major League Baseball rivalry? Your thoughts. I have strong feelings on it, but uh, I'd like to Braves hear. Braves Orioles? Yeah. 
right. I, I'm not like, why would they be the, like being like the Braves are just going to be the best team in the national league for a long time. The Orioles are going to be the best team in the American league for a long time. And therefore we, we have a potential like recurring world series. Like Cavs warriors kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. I'm, I just, I just don't think that, you know, baseball's too hard, man. It's just too many variables to even set anything up like that at all. There's, I mean, I think the Braves and the Orioles will be in the mix in the next few years for sure. But like to say that they're going to be in the world series every single year is ludicrous to me. I could not agree more. I found the whole idea offensive ridiculous because if you go backwards, if you go backwards, hindsight is 2020. You can say that the National League version of that prior to this is the Dodgers. The last. Yeah. And the and the American League version of this is the Astros. Sure. They have met in one World Series. One time. Right. One time. One With time. the Astros winning multiple World Series. With the Dodgers winning a World Series. They played once. Dodgers, yeah. I think, have what three appearances now in the World Series recently? In, in, in yeah. yeah, wait in a Sean. second. They won in twenty twenty. They lost in seventeen. They lost seventeen to the Astros, and they lost to the Red and Sox. They lost to eighteen in the Red Sox. Oh right, yeah. And yeah. the Astros and they've have been multiple, great. And the yeah. Astros have the Astros multiple have two wins World Series. And, and a loss. And a loss, right? Right. Um, so and the Braves got one win, right? Yeah. And this is the Orioles first time in the playoffs since Jim Palmer was selling jockeys or right. no, since 1997, since the old Rafi Palmero, well, maybe Brady Anderson they made the playoffs. Uh, they made the playoffs not long ago, Recently, but yeah. it, but not, not for long, but they weren't like, you yeah. know, it was like, they were plucky. Exactly. We don't think they're plucky anymore. Yeah. We think they're legit. If we'll you see. had to bet but, right yeah, now, ridiculous. if you had to bet right now, you get you get uh, Orioles Braves mm -hmm. or the field, just even money either way. If you have nice. you have you have a thousand dollars, you win two thousand dollars. Your choices are Orioles Braves or other. I'm forced to take other. I can't I can't do it. Like baseball's too hard, man. There's too many variables. It's like I said, man. This this ain't basketball. Which, One man can't change. Which decide. of those two teams? Okay, here we're, I'm going to do another one for you because I mm -hmm. like I, I agree with everything that you're saying so far. Uh, if you had to, it's again even money. You have thousand dollars, even money. You get you have to choose the Braves to make the World Series or the Orioles to make the World Series. Uh, I mean. I get my first gut is the Braves, and so I'll go with the Braves. Yeah, I and I don't have like that good a reason. I mean, I just at first glance it feels like the National League teams are a little easier to get by. I think um, just because like the Dodgers, they you know most of their pitching is hurt. Who's their number one guy? Bobby Miller at this point, you know. Um, the Phillies got two studs. Arizona's got Zach Gallen. I'm not as familiar with Arizona's guys. They're a lot more athletic than I think we so gave them credit seems for. Seems like seems like we we're in agreement. Like the team that you'd be most 
confident in besides those two squads is the Astros. Yeah. And therefore, yeah. I think Astros is just a really hard team to get by. Yeah. At this point with all that experience, all experience and all that talent. Yep. And all that talent. And like, you know, they probably don't let Dusty make bullpen changes anymore, but he's got everything else. Right. You know? Take one thing for, away from him. Dusty feels like he's uh, the, a perfect example of what we were talking about in like kind of happily hands over to the analytics, like doesn't have to like almost like Dusty, not great at managing the bullpens when pre-analytics. So he's happy to yeah. be like, oh, take, this is off of my plate? Great. Okay, great, great. Because Dusty was definitely like, that's my guy guy. I right. don't care if his arm is falling off. Right. Right. He's kind of too far on the other side. Right. Um, but without a ton uh, of success doing it and therefore like, okay, whereas well, kind Bochy, of, yeah, Bochy, I Bochy feel was like so good at it and, and, and is so good at it. It feels yeah. like, it feels like Bochy is the perfect manager for this day and age because I think he's smart enough to go like, I understand how this works over 162 games, but now we're in the playoffs and just stay now, the fuck. Now everybody can fuck off. Yeah. Right? That phone this is like, actually off the hook. Yeah. 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 Don't They're even like, we'll call come down in here. The, they'll call. We'll call down to the day. He's like, call you want. I pulled yeah, it yeah. off the wall. It yeah. doesn't, it doesn't ring. Yeah. And I'm not allowed. And, and I'm not allowed to have my cell phone in the, uh, in the yeah. dugout. Thanks Astros. Um, I, and, and I, I wouldn't wear an Apple watch if you put a gun in my mouth. So leave me alone. Yeah, seriously. Seriously. Also, you know, like, I think, I think the Rangers were also, you know, desperate enough, you know, to hire an old school guy. Right. You know, they were like, we need a guy with real, a track, a, a real track of success. Like for real, we've had seven different stadiums in the last 20 years. We can't get a winner together. Like, we need this guy. So good for um, the Rangers. What I think Bochi's real problem was like putting it together a lineup, but maybe that's because of the talent he, he was dealt with in San Francisco. Like, man, this Texas Ranger lineup, this is easy to roll out there every day. You know, Simeon and uh, that shortstop from the Cody. Was it Cody? Whatever that shortstop, that giant shortstop from the Dodgers that he got, right. Corey and that that yeah, Corey Seager, and uh, and that jacked Cuban they got in right field. Um, what's crazy is when you look around, uh, um, the managers right now, it's everybody is pretty inexperienced besides Bochi, Dusty, uh, Dusty. At this point, Dave Roberts, you know, has yeah. is, is in it long enough, and uh, the dude on the Braves, right? Um, so right. you know that that half of your that half of your guys, Brian Snicker, half of your guys. I mean, uh, the dude from Baltimore, Brandon Hyde. He, I had, didn't even know his name until you uttered it right now. <laughs> yeah, he uh, he's did he even play in the big leagues. Uh, I don't. I have no idea his his yeah. pl his playing career. I know uh, because I was looking him up the other day. Um, I know he was like he managed the Marlins for like a minute in 2011. Mm -hmm. um, but right. other than that, is basically you know not a ton of managerial experience. But what's crazy is you look 
at what we just said. You look at uh, the teams that you think are going to be there. Dusty and the Astros. Uh, Roberts and the Dodgers. Mm-hmm. Um, the Snicker Braves. And the Braves. And then, yeah. you know, you have Brandon Hyde and the Orioles, who everybody's kind of penciling in, which I am as well. I think it's 1-2-1-2. One, two, one, two. But there's Bochi lurking. Like, lurking! Like, I lurking. as much as I would be kind of shocked if Texas is in, I also wouldn't be shocked if instead of 1-2-1-2, one, two, one, two, it was just like all managers who have experience. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, that, that Texas uh, Orioles series is tough just because that, like, one, I haven't really, like I said, I haven't really seen the Orioles play this year. I'm very much looking forward to seeing them play. But, you know, that five-game series is dicey, bro. Right. And, and like, it feels like any mistake that you make as a manager or as a player gets, uh, you know, blown up in your face. Like, you know, except if you're like Dave Roberts, where like half your mistakes get blown up in your face and you get away with that <laughs> the other half. Um, so I, I'm really looking forward to this Ranger Oil series to see what how Busty, uh, sorry, Bochi does. What um, what's your preferred um, World Series matchup? Well, I gotta say, in the National League, it's probably the Braves. Because I just like this lineup is fucking fun to watch. I mean, Acuna is having, I mean, 4070 is ridiculous. Even with the big bases and the no, and throwing, the, over. no throwing over. It's just like, how many, how many bases do you think Ricky Henderson would have stole? Like 600? Yeah. Five, 600? But still, well, forty. And, and what, what's is crazy? Great. What's crazy is if you think about the the launch angle uh, evolution. Ricky Henderson wasn't a guy who like he he was kind of like trying to hit bombs before guys were trying to hit bombs. Like he had a couple years where he like hit for good average, but like he was going up there, going like I'm trying to hit a leadoff homer every fucking game. And yeah. So what's crazy is if you 299 career jacks. Yeah. If you think about Ricky Henderson, you know, like 4070s bananas. But does Ricky go 4120? Does Ricky go like 4165? Like what? Like, <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. Like he probably Or does he go Is he the first member of the 4400? Yeah. Like he's a yeah. 40 he's probably like Ricky Henderson, a prime Ricky Henderson. Like MVP Ricky Henderson is probably a forty home run guy in the major leagues today. Oh yeah, I mean he almost got thirty a couple years. I feel like yeah, I think maybe his career high is twenty eight. I saw this video on Ricky Henderson where the guy made the really, you know, really good argument that nine Ricky Hendersons would be the best team in baseball, the best offensive team ever. You just yeah. had nine Ricky Henderson clones. So you have over so the I'd course. I'd say the Braves and maybe it's the Rangers. Maybe I just really, maybe I'm just a bochy homer. From 1984 to 1993, he has 16 home run season, 24, 28, 17. He has six, 12, three, nine. Then he goes 28, 18, 15, 21, 17. 
Like, I mean, it feels like he's a 40 home run guy these days, but may, maybe that's stretching it. Maybe, but it maybe. Feels like, he is. like, but he's got, I think he could have a couple of 30s, 3,300 seasons. Yeah. 30, in, uh, 30 3150s. Yeah, 3150. <laughs> Easy 3150. Oh my God. That'd be light work for Ricky. But 40, 40 70s, ridiculous. It's incredible. And, and um, obviously, my preferred, the, the, the tough thing about um, my preferred World Series thing is like, I don't want the Diamondbacks in the World Series because I, I think that's bad for baseball. I don't think enough people give a shit about the Diamondbacks. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's a ton of star power there. No. Baseball's already getting crushed, you know, everybody points to their ratings, uh, you know, you, you're playing these you're playing some of these playoff games against random nobody Sunday night football games that Travis or you know, Trailer Swelsey's at and they're dwarfing their they would they would just absolutely murder them like in, in yeah. viewership. So I don't want the Diamondbacks there for the sake of baseball. But that being said, every other team in order, uh, I don't want the Braves to win the World Series. I don't want the Phillies to win the World Series. I don't want the Dodgers to win the World Series in that right. order because Braves fans uh, are are some of the worst. Philly fans, but would you like them to lose the World Series? I'd like them to lose the World year. Series. I think yeah. in order, I'd like the Dodgers to lose the World Series because it's just like I love – Dodger fans too funny <laughs> Dodger fans dealing with the world series losses are so it's so great uh Phillies after that because also I hate their fan base yes. and it's like whatever yeah. and then the Braves getting into the world series and losing um it it wouldn't be bad but it's not as great as like the Braves having a history of not even getting to the world series after they fucking run away with the NL East right 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 so I'm here for that. Right. But yeah, but give me Orioles. Give Ast- me Astros. Astros. Order, yeah. order, I'd like to see it in uh, the AL, I guess would be Orioles, uh, Rangers, Astros, Twins. Mm-hmm. Give me the Orioles. I've now, always been an Orioles guy. Would you rather the Dodgers, Phillies, or Braves win the World Series? Or there would be an Arizona-Minnesota World Series. Arizona-Minnesota. <laughs> okay. And then I root for Arizona because I'm still sick of yeah. Cousins. Baseball, baseball can deal with their low ratings for one more year. Yeah. You know? yeah. We've done it this long. So it doesn't matter. And also, like, a Diamondbacks winning, like, they're frisky. I called that before the year. But also, it's just, like, it gives you hope. It's hope springs eternal. Like you just go anybody, this there's no rhyme or reason. Any of this nonsense. Cause right now, <laughs> yeah, cause right, right now sports right. are just absolutely beating me to death. Like my sports fandom is, I mean, yeah. I mean, the Mets is bad. The giants look terrible. They look like unwatchable. I'm in Florida um, solely because the whole thing was routed to going, oh, I'll go to Giants in Miami. Now I'm like, I might change my flight and fly back earlier. Like, I don't even want to go to the game. I want to watch right. the Giants get 80 points scored on them in Miami. Dude, uh, in New Orleans, we're going to see possibly two of the most unwatchable offenses. Derek, the Carr, Derek, Derek Carr will be back by then, healthy, and I will be what, wearing... I mean, Derek Carr is part of the, the problem. Like, that guy yeah. just doesn't score points. What would you be know, great if Jameis Winston had his greatest game ever 
Oh, the only thing, the only thing that would make Jameis playing in that game great is if like the the at that point one in thirteen Giants just yeah dominated okay. a Jameis Winston yeah. team for five pick sixes, costing themselves Caleb Williams and the first overall pick. I actually don't think the Giants should take a quarterback. That I think that's ludicrous, but um, that's neither here nor that. That's for another podcast. Yeah. Uh, let's, but we, we just said the word giants. So, uh, let's do it. Uh, let's get into your team. The autopsy, the former right. New York baseball giants. Now San yeah. Francisco baseball club, um, Gabe Kapler gone. How do you feel about it? What's your sentiment as a giants fan now? Kind of seems weird to me a little bit. Cause I never really felt like you guys had the roster the last few years to compete, but you did compete, Certainly not. but you did compete. That looks that. Okay. What in 21, you mean? Well, there are 107 also, fluky wins. Uh, well, yeah, you got 107, 107 fluky wins. It's tough to do. It's, first of all, it's a lot. It's a lot. Second of, of all, wins. I mean, you're in, you're in the mix this year, you know, in an NL West where the Dodgers and the diamondbacks make it. Mm-hmm. You're in it till the last 10 days of the season kind of, but not really, but you're competing. on paper. We were in it Yeah, on paper. We were in it until the last few days of the season, but it also took a historic fucking inner collapse by the Padres for us even to be in the mix at all. Sure. Um, we were exactly what I thought we were at the beginning of the season, a, um, low talent, um uh analytics uh fed team that is not very athletic doesn't steal bases has no team speed and tries to run up scores uh, tries to run up scores on teams to wear out the bullpen over the long haul a uh, ton of platoon players no players that you even want to like get their jersey and basically just unwatchable baseball. We're at, we're actually the New York Giants of baseball. We're unfucking watchable. And is it Gabe Kapler's fault that um we were that mid? No, not really. But like he's about he's almost as cringy as Russell Wilson. I don't know if you've seen his Instagram yeah, yeah. fucking coffee. Uh, bullshit but like he doesn't want to i don't want to follow him anywhere yeah anywhere Certainly so not. he's if, part if, of the problem but follow, it's not a solution if you don't want to follow somebody on instagram you probably don't want to follow them into battle you really don't you really don't what do you want to have happen for for the managerial position and in, in i want a uh i mean listen i want um a complete teardown of the operation um from the owners on down um what i would want is for the owners which is you know a 50 person committee right to give somebody the okay to reorganize the organization from from the top down so like i want a dominican academy I want a Puerto Rican academy. I want a Caribbean academy, right? And I want to stop drafting seniors in college 
um, that were former 60th round picks in high school, but now that they're four years in college, they're first round picks. I want to get the first round picks in high school early. The hyper-talented guys, not, you know, trying to get the next Buster Posey from an ACC or SEC school as a senior. Like, I'm tired of that shit. Laz, and, Laz I want yeah. Otani, Soto, and Daily Blowjobs. But I just need to know who you want right. to manage the, the San Francisco Giants. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter who fucking manages the Giants because they're going to keep on going with this analytics bullshit. So it doesn't right. matter. Right. You know? I, I mean... Basically, both pick an ex girlfriend. They, pick an ex girlfriend yeah. of mine. They can all manage the fucking team. Doesn't fucking matter. Right. So, I have no hope for the Giants. No hope. Zero. Zero. Because of the, be, it, does because, it have anything to do with where you're at in your division, or just generally like in competing in baseball for a championship? You just think just too many in competing. Have to change. Yeah, bro. Like, look, if Wilmer Flores is your best hitter, you got a problem. If Wilmer Flores is your seventh or eighth hitter, you got a pretty good team. Yeah. That's where we're at. You know, fucking Jock Peterson hits cleanup for you. He was a fifth outfielder for the Dodgers fucking in his prime. Yeah. Now he's not his prime. So I have no hope. Well, we're in drastically different places. Uh, and your team is a lot better than my team this year. Um, kind Mets of, but not really. Yeah. The Mets, uh, just by the record, the Mets fire. The Mets have done made a lot of moves this season and yet, or this offseason already, and have yet and yet have refused to call any of them firings. But essentially, uh, Steve Cohen finally gets a president of baseball operations and David Stearns from the Brewers. Um, they fire Buck. Um, when did they fire Buck? Last the week, yeah, yeah. The last week like, of the season? Yeah. No. Yeah. Not with three games left like no. the Giants did. The second so the weird. season ended, essentially. Okay. Uh, but yeah. but it was also a resignation slash like that he was going to finish out. Like it wasn't the second the season ended that the word came out, but it was right. uh, this will be my last year. And uh, but they didn't call it a firing. We've mutually agreed to move on the when the season ways. ends yeah, okay. in four right. days or whatever. A conscious so, but, uncoupling. Buck gone, Stearns hired, uh, Epler, the GM, fired, and now um, the rumblings of an investigation that he was using the IL improperly and essentially putting major leaguers who were shitty on IL so as to not have to option them down and shit like that. Um, so he is also gone. Now the question is, of course, who will be the GM of the Mets? Who will be the manager of the Mets? When Stearns came over, it seemed uh, pretty obvious that unless Buck was retained, um, that the Mets were going to go for Craig Council, who Stearns obviously had in Milwaukee. Um, I guess I'd be fine with that. I'd like, a, you know, when we talk about plucky old players, <laughs> Craig Council. He's one of the pluckiest. He's, he's plucky duck. Um, Why don't you just get Super Joe McEwing though? He's your yeah. great counsel. He should he should be a bench coach for absolutely sure. Like he he yeah, yeah. I mean it should be Craig Council with Joe McEwing and Benny Agbiani on his bench. Yeah, like exactly. there's no doubt about that. That should be that I think should the be, black jersey Mets back. Yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> that should absolutely be uh, with David, you know, Daryl Boston, uh, first base coach. And yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> um, so it feels like council is upon us um, because he is a free agent manager. Um, they mm. just lost in Milwaukee. And I can't imagine that they pay him more than we offer him. So it feels like council. But the bottom line is we're in year whatever, three or four, you know, we're upon year four of the Steve Cohen era. And it's we have we have one playoff appearance. We have one playoff first round loss. Uh, we have the first year he took over being whatever. Let's call it a bridge year. We have this year the most money spent ever and uh, essentially uh, last place finish like in any other in in almost any other division besides the division with the Nationals. Uh, mm -hmm. They're they're a, a, a seller team. Um, it's a it's it's. I'm at a loss for what to do at this point, really. Um, well, let me let me tell you where you do my have. sports fandom right now is can Daniel Jones pitch because he can throw, but he can't <laughs> he can throw, but he can't handle pressure. So I mean, he throws it. He throws it on a kind of downward plane. I like that too. <laughs> I, I know he do, but he throws it on that downward plane, so it feels like he could throw off the mound, right? You know, I bet you he was yeah. like an all-state pitcher wherever the fuck he's bet from, he right? Was. Yeah, I bet you was. He's tall, you know, big legs. Uh, you have two players that are worth buying jerseys. Are you going to re re-sign Alonzo? Is the question, right? So Alonzo's you got one Lindor. more. Alonzo's got one more year. He's left his agent. He's joined Scott Boris. There's a lot of talk of Alonzo to Chicago. Um, I don't know what this is all about. I I assume that's a Boris, uh, plant story. Yeah. Um, but to me, uh, and I've said this before, my issue with the New York Mets is it doesn't feel as like spending money. Isn't a strategy on its own. And it doesn't feel like there's a, um, a strategic plan in place, even from like what, what this team means. Like for example, Next year, we're going to retire Daryl Strawberry's number. I know. But While, you're not going to sign Alonso. Right. Who's going to break okay. Daryl Strawberry's career home run mark sometime in the next like two Like in seasons. April. Yeah. Right. Yeah, right. And would be breaking it by all-star break next year if 2020 wasn't a shortened season. Right. So we're like, remember that time a guy came here and hit 200 home runs and fucking couldn't stay off the, the booze? And it's like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah we well, retired we gotta, his number. Yeah, we got to retire his number. Remember that time this yeah. guy came here and, and made let's fucking go Mets a thing and hit 50 home runs his first year? Yeah, broke every never rookie home run. Yeah, and, and just like wants to be a Met. They're like, I don't know. Does Chicago want him? <laughs> And it's hard not to um, feel like hiring David Stearns is a, a good thing because we didn't have a president of baseball at all. And now we do. Um, but it just seems like you need to show me something because it's a bad place to be in sports fandom when you're like, well, at least I got the Knicks. Like, fucking, at least I got a gun. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in Key West, dude. I'll Ernest Hemingway myself fucking today. Yeah. Today, buddy. Today. You know? 
you'll you'll show up at the Rays. You know, you'll be hanging out with Dick Vitale at Rays games. You don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. I'll dude. sell. I'll sell my fandom. I don't give a dude, shit. The only, I think the only sports they play on the island of Key West is SEC football. I could. I could. I could move here and ignore sports for the rest of my life. I don't care. <laughs> I'll never watch sports again, bro. I'll kill iguanas all day I'll, long. I'll fucking kill iguanas. I'll swim with manatees. Yeah. And I'll fucking throw coins into into fish mouths. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. yeah. I'm fine. This island doesn't fucking it. this this island doesn't even allow you to have a straw, let alone fucking watch sports on TV. <laughs> There's a guy with an acoustic guitar playing fucking Jimmy Buffett covers in every goddamn place. They don't need sports on the television. I'll I'll fucking you. quit sports right now. <laughs> you hear that, New York? You hear that, Mets? You hear that, you, you motherfucker? family. <laughs> <laughs> well, as uh, hey, but maybe maybe the Knicks can get a top four seed. You know? Yeah. Let's uh let's wrap this up, buddy. What do you got? What do you got coming up? I we we're gonna do this. It's yeah. been a long time. I've been so fucking busy. And and uh for the sliders out there, let me just say Andy Laz has been pushing us to record an episode. I've been so goddamn busy and sick and traveling. Um, but uh we're here now. We're getting it on, uh, we're getting it recorded. I'll put it up later today, Laz. And yeah. um and we'll do a couple more of these throughout the playoffs as I will be home for a little while and we'll have uh, a great opportunity to do this. Where can everybody find you? Where should everybody find you? Yeah, yeah. you can find me on Instagram at Andy Lazarus. And also uh, you can find the gays, the Venice gays, um, all our videos on Instagram as well at Venice gays. Um, the gays will be in Arizona in two weeks. I'm currently in training, uh, laying off the booze, laying off the cheese, running at the track. At the at the cage. Have you not to, drank uh, since the last time I saw you? Yeah, yeah. Wow. Have not. Meanwhile, I'm Have in not. Key West, just, just just pickled, living that life. Yeah, <laughs> just pickled. <laughs> but I'm biking. It's all right. Everywhere. But I'm ready, uh, dude. I am ready to start drinking again. Don't get me wrong. Like I just got two more weeks to go. Um, well, if you're in uh, Arizona, so we'll go be, check out a check out a vase. Yeah, I will. Uh, I will get. I will throw our schedule up there. Um, there's going to be a new team shop on the Venice Gaze Instagram. We got some new hats, new color schemes. We got a City Connect. We got an all black. I'm unbelievable for the for the Jay Payton fans out there. <laughs> um, and uh, I just want to give a shout out to my guy Pookie who follows us. Um, I've been playing. Uh, I played with his team last week, and, and Carson, and uh, and Kyle, who I owe a couple hats to. Um, give him a shout out too. Guys, follow Andy Lazarus on all his social media, and also if you're an Andy Lazarus fan, come to the 1,000th recording of the Dirty Sports Podcast. Laz is going to make an appearance Can't on the podcast. Wait. He's going to make an appearance on the stand-up shows, one or both, and both, we're, both yeah. bro. I'm I'm there. I'm to, there. Yeah, and we're gonna I'm be there. in we'll be New Orleans. Superdome. We're gonna be in New Orleans in the dirty sports B and B. It's gonna be great. Um all that all that shit's up on our Reddit, a little uh, a little tentative um tentative schedules. Check it out. Laz will be there. I'll be there. Follow me at Joe Prano on everything. I'm putting up clips like every other day now. Please like the clips, share the clips, do all the stuff. Um, listen to us on uh, the dirty sports, uh, send us stuff on X, uh, at dirty slides. And when we get back to this yeah. next week, we'll do a dirty slide into the mentions, into the DMS, into all the things. And, uh, we'll do a couple more of these, um, throughout the playoffs. 
Go every fucking team besides the Phillies, Braves, and Dodgers. Dodgers. Um, Absolutely. Let's go, Boach. Because fuck all those guys. And then just generally, uh, I feel like to end this uh, episode, fuck sports. Fuck them.